Welcome to Instructions again. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. Again. Again. So nobody knows this because you just started listening to this, but we just recorded, I don't know what, 15, Good, 20? I would say 15 minutes. Three and a half hours, something like that. And then it disappeared. Yep. So we're going to start over. Which it, is fine, you know, for you guys because you don't know the difference. No, I disagree. It's not fine. <laughs> I probably should have told said him. something <laughs> that... He told Brandon to edit out because it was funny, it, it and was, it was also borderline inappropriate. It, but it was unintentionally inappropriate. I didn't Which think about it. Which made it funny. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was good. Anyway, how you doing? I'm well. Uh, let's recap the things we just talked about about two minutes ago. Okay. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Uh, I found more broken parts, so the thing that I thought was going to fix the problem probably would have, but there was other stuff broke, so I ordered a super cheap part just to replace the entire thing. <laughs> I like how that was like a good 10 minutes of yep. conversation down to a single sentence. Yep. I get a lot more terse whenever I have to do it again. <laughs> but. Motorcycle so broke, no running, sad face. <laughs> but you are a lot closer. You have pieces coming in that will fix yeah. the problems that Carburetor you know Carburetor is and... fixed at the carb shop. I think last we spoke, I was quoted between $100 and $200. Well, guys fixed it, allegedly. Uh, and now it's like $380, so I will not be going back to that shop, but I have to go get my carburetor at an impound or layaway so that I can finish the stinking motorcycle. So theoretically, once I get that thing paid for and returned and the new uh, head, is what's called the middle section with all the valves and whatnot, once that comes in, hopefully in a couple days, maybe the motorcycle uh, will let me try to turn it on. But we'll see. We'll see. That'll be cool. I mean, honestly, even if if you still don't get it running with all those in place, you know that those parts are not the problem. I know at least That's the carburetor is cool. not the problem because the head is a used head. So I can inspect it and I can check it out. Um, and so then I have like, I can cannibalize parts from one to fix the other, hmm. which is, uh, I guess, a little more motivating. Yeah. But I'm kind of nervous now. Because, like before, when I was kind of done with the cosmetics and it was all buttoned up and looked like it was finished and it just didn't work. Yeah. Now, like, if I dive so deep into the engine and I get and, like, the engine works, like, there's no reason not to try to ride it. Oh. And I'm a little scared to do that. Hmm. Well, but, yeah, there is a reason not to ride it. Because you're scared licensed. to do it. Well, that too. Yeah. Honestly, I, I mean, we've talked about this at length, but two-wheel vehicles, if you are not 100% comfortable with trying it, or the conditions in which you're trying it under, then you should not do it. Well, I've got a big parking so, lot mapped out. Yeah, I think that's, that's something like that will help the all situation. Me. I'm going to get on my rollerblading pads, my elbow pads and stuff. Because <laughs> I'll be safe. <laughs> I would love it if you were out there on a motorcycle Regular clothes and elbow pads, just in case. Yeah, bright pink ones with like some Hello Kitty elbow pads. <laughs> Wobbling like Lloyd on uh, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, man. Look at me go. Crash. Well, what else is going on? Uh, my family got back. So this past week I was by myself. I don't remember if I mentioned it last week. I haven't listened to last week's episode. But my wife's grandmother... Uh, passed away so she went down to florida and the safest and secludedest way possible <laughs> yeah and i'm very proud of her for uh, mitigating risk especially down in florida 
she was there with her dad and her uncle, and they all wanted to hang out with the kids because they don't they're not with our kids regularly. So that was a, a happy time for them. Mm. They're like, let's bring all three of these screamy, angry kids in our house and let them exist here. They're like that sounds like a, good, a hoot. But they went fishing and went on a boat and all that. And so I was at the house by myself, uh, cleaning up stuff, watching a lot of TV. You know, but they're back now, so it's cool. I missed them. Yeah. I really, really missed them. I missed all my crazy, screaming loud people. They all ran in the house and, like, lost their mind whenever they saw me. It was it, it was very nice. Hmm. So they were gone for a week? Yeah. So at what point, like, what was the timeline within that week, your emotional ups and downs? Because I know that feeling as a father mm-hmm. of, like, they're all gone. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm gonna get so much stuff done. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. all the shows. I'm gonna play video games. I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna eat pizza and whatever and whatever. And then like a day into it, you're like, oh, okay. yeah. What was your timeline like? Um, let me see. They left during the day on I don't remember when. Monday. <laughs> this is really great for a timeline. Monday? Yeah, it was, it was Monday, I think. Yeah, because they came by here to say bye. And so that evening, like I had stuff to do, and I went home. And it was just quiet. Hmm. And I remember going like, wow, this is so nice. It's just quiet. And then I got bored like immediately after. Yeah. And my wife left a note that says, feed the animals, please. Because she normally does that because it's my my son has a bearded dragon. We have a hedgehog and we have a fish. And I don't take care of any of them because they're not my animals because I don't really want animals. And so I'm like, well, fart. I don't remember where all these animals are. So I had feed to, the fish to the hedgehog, and then the hedgehog to the cool. lizard. Everybody got fed. Well, I totally forgot about the lizard. So like two days into this whole stint of me being there by myself, I went downstairs to go into the office. And on the other side of the wall is my son's bedroom. And I'm like, oh, man, he left the light on. And I went in there, and I'm like, oh, crap, you have an animal I'm supposed <laughs> to be caring for. <laughs> I had That's to like funny. give it worms and a bunch of, you know, I don't know lizard stuff but yeah it wasn't bad i really did start to miss them uh it was really quiet i got bored pretty easily so like when i would leave here i would just like go for a drive in places i'd never been down a road i never really drove down just and listened to some music and just kind of had a quiet time uh i went into louisville and went to a restaurant that i had always kind of went to or wanted to go to but i just never had so that was kind of nice and then just like did that thing where you like look around the room and you're like, well, guess I'll really go anything, to bed. Do anything to do now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the motorcycle was fun to wrench on, but I, I got to a point like with the valve thing I'm talking about. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend so much time. I did my first Instagram live while I was doing that, expecting it to take a while. And I was done in like two and a half minutes because I'm like, oh, well, that thing is broken. Oh, right. Like, oh, well. And then I pulled the other one out. I'm like, well, that one's broken too. Worse. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't go any farther. I'm at work stoppage. Yeah. So I go do something else. Like, I went swimming a lot and just kind of, like, laid around in the pool. And, yeah, I don't know. I miss my people. And I miss my, <clears throat> excuse me, I missed my friend. And then they came back and now we get to hang out. Yeah. But they're loud. They came back and they, like, <laughs> emptied out the, the van from their trip. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, you guys are disgusting and messy. Welcome back. <laughs> That's funny. Like that. There we go. Um, so you were 
the set you're working on. Yeah, I haven't talked about what sets I had worked on the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, I made a, that piece. The Mandalorian with Child. Oh, that's the cool Technic gear thing. That the little planetary gear. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Huh. You, you, okay. It slides around and it slides uh, like an engagement gear into a thing. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, I did the Mandalorian with Child. And then I did some... It sounds like a it Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci sculpture. Mandalorian with it was child. captured by the Nazis from Bruges. <laughs> the Mandalorian with child. Yeah, and then some other one we had laying around because uh, I didn't get any sets. But I went to the store and now I got, ironically, I got a motorcycle. So I got a Lego Technics Ducati set. This one's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it better. <laughs> I'll race and I'll get I'll get my motorcycle done before this one or vice versa. <laughs> but you're still working on the Barracuda uh, Bay, yeah, cool ship restaurant. I feel like I should maybe stop getting really big sets because they take like a year to do. Because I only work on them during the show, mm -hmm. and like this one in particular, I didn't work on through all the time that we weren't recording. So it just this has been going on for a really long time. I do have over here the I'm not gonna pick it up, but the uh, uh, UCS A-Wing Starfighter set, which is like that big. It's like it's pretty big. It's big. It looks cool. I like the ship. As far as construction, it's like one of my least favorite Lego sets I've ever put together. It just does not have the same locked together sturdiness that most of the other sets have. Something about it that's a little weird. Flimsy. Yeah, it's like there's a really complex shapes, and so I can appreciate that you have to to build really complex shapes, sometimes you have to do things off axis and you have to connect in weird ways to get, you know, the faces where you want them. But part of that, I think, is what caused these big sections that you have to kind of click together to just not really click together. Yeah. Like, they're attached, but they just, they had like, wobble to them. So, it's a cool that, set. It was a gift for my wife for my birthday, but, you know... That's how I felt about that Sideshow Collectibles R2-D2 that we have in there. Oh, yeah. I was really excited to get it. And then out of the box, it's just kind of flimsy. Mm. And pieces broke. And it's it's nice to look at, not nice to play with. Right. And that makes me sad because it's a toy, man. I mean, what is it? It's, it's a toy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, let's talk about Star Wars for a minute. Yeah. The Mandalorian. I'm pretty sure, this is my prediction... Uh, trailer for The Mandalorian will come out Friday. Hmm. That's what I'm guessing. Because Celebration was supposed to be this weekend. And since they canceled Star Wars Celebration, all of the things that they were going to announce, I assume they either are just not going to announce because they don't have to because there's no event tied to them. But The Mandalorian is still on the schedule. It's still on, you know, going to be released at the same time it was before COVID hit and all that stuff. So I'm pretty sure we're going to get a trailer this weekend. So... I'm curious, do you have any expectations or any things that you want to see in season two of The Mandalorian? Or um, like, you know, directions you want it to go or like narrative type? I don't know. I really like uh, getting rid of, of that notion with The Mandalorian because it's something completely new. It's loosely based on a single character from the, the movies, like... There are very few Mandalorians, like uh, Rebels and the Clone Wars set up like the lore. But I really like that. I don't even know what to expect from the Mandalorians a as a race. Hmm. And then now that they have the child, 
which uh, they've doubled down now that there is actual merchandise. Like my son got one from Target, like on the child. It's not Baby Yoda. Yeah. You guys made that up. We didn't call it that. And I envision like there's a bunch of PR people every time they talk about it. They're like, ha, 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 ha you guys said those words. We, we didn't say those words. You, you said those words because you're going to be disappointed when we can actually continue that storyline. Turns out his name is Larry. Yeah. Turns out he's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but like a cute kind of devil. <laughs> so I really like that... Other than, like, as opposed to the actual Star Wars uh, movies. What's happening with this goofy thing? I don't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect with the show itself, and I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is... Is there anything you want to see out of it? Like, do you want it... I mean, not even necessarily, like, characters and stuff. Just, like, do you want it to be more of a... This type of show or this type of storytelling or... I really like they had uh, the different directors. Mm. Because each episode had a different feel. Yeah. Um... I never really thought about TV shows, like long-running TV shows, having different directors. Like, I loved The Office and everything. Dude, this, sorry, this guy doesn't have a face. Oh, man. This is the first time I've ever gotten a minifig. Is he supposed to? It looks like he's supposed to have a face. Yeah. Unless no, there's... There's, that's the front of the ship. Wait, oh, okay, sorry. All right, never mind. That was close. I interrupted you for no reason. Sorry. Catastrophe averted. He still doesn't have a face. It's just not in here. But, like, I didn't know that J.J. Abrams directed an episode of The Office. Hmm. Or that, um... Oh, fart. What's Egon's name? Hmm, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis directed an episode of The Office. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And they're really fun and they're interesting. And every one of them felt, like, a little bit different. And so I really liked it in The Mandalorian. You get to see the differences in, like, the female directors. Mm-hmm. versus some of, like, the uh, Tika Watiki's episode versus um, Bryce Dallas Howard's episode. So I don't know if they're going to keep the same directors. I hope they don't keep the same directors. I hope they give other people a shot to do it. And I really like the difference in each episode while still being wrapped around, like, with the same kind of paper. Yeah, and based on the, the little gallery show that they did, those directors were in constant communication with each other so they were doing their own thing but within the context of what everybody else was doing as well which is pretty cool did you watch that yeah and it made them like seem like they were like a a roaming gang yeah like all of them or like a a certain group of them were just always around on set right to like offer i don't know just like some level of camaraderie or like uh unity to the direction team Rather than the director. Yeah, I think Filoni was a director, but he was also a producer. So he and Favreau, I guess they were both producers. But So they were around through a whole lot of it just to to help out and kind of be the cohesion between all the different parts. I'm hoping uh, that there will be... I'm fine with whatever because I really enjoyed it and I have total faith that they will do something super cool. I think it would be really cool if... Whereas the first season was very Western mm-hmm. flavored, it had just the feel, it had the, the the atmosphere. I think it would be really cool if either this season or another season took on a different genre mm. type. You know, because you could easily take the same characters and put them in totally different visual situations under a different storyline, and like it could become more of a caper, or a, you know, spy movie. Yeah, something like that, or like a. I don't know. You know, they're they're locked in this 
I don't know, escape the block kind of thing, like where they're locked in an area and they're surrounded on every side and the whole thing is about them being able to like work their way through the layers of walls to get to the outside. Mm -hmm. Something like that, you know, it could be really cool. Same characters, same personalities, but just the situation is not necessarily survival and being chased down. But it's we have to get the thing, or we have yeah. to get out of the thing, or well, we did have the, to, the one know. where like his old crew. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of that way. Do you think they're going to? Uh, I was wondering if Jabba was going to show up, not to directly tie back like to Boba Fett, but being Jabba's you know, dead. At this point, Jabba's dead. Yeah, this is after Jedi. He died oh, at, yeah. in the. Okay, so then if we're going by what Clone Wars rules. Or whatever, Jabba's goofy little jiggly son has grown <laughs> his up. His name to is take... Jiggly. <laughs> is his name Jiggly? No, I mean, it he, should his, be. He had a silly name, I remember. Yeah. They tried to make him like here's Ugh. the 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 like mob bosses like silly little animated offspring. Yeah. That and now was... he's grown up to some like Kim Jong Un type <laughs> dictator. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that. I guess it did survive. Whatever it was. Um, I hated that episode or that yeah. movie or whatever that was. I don't know, man. Me and Clone Wars just have like a... I, I just can't get into it. I appreciate parts of it. I just can't like it. <laughs> I, I think it tried way too hard. It's like, those are the clankers. Like, yeah, those are silly names. Just I, I, don't, I don't imagine that they would actually talk like that. Right. And so in The Mandalorian... And we've talked about here, when I watch something, like, I want to believe what it is I'm seeing. And it's a Star Wars cartoon. So part of me was like, okay, I don't really have high hopes anyway. But then with them bringing out, like, a new season on Disney+, Plus, yeah. then, like, using Ahsoka, like, they're trying to, to add more to the Star Wars universe in, like, a very dramatic way. Like, pick what you want to be. Yeah. Well, I think they do have the flexibility to be multiple things, you know? It's confusing for somebody coming into it, just like somebody that watches our videos. They're like, oh, you go, this is woodworking. Cool. And then yeah. the next week we do something totally different. Somebody comes in through Clone Wars and then they go back and they watch even Rebels, like a different animated mm -hmm. show. And they're like, what? This is this is about Jedi. This is about like the Force stuff. Um, and honestly, that's the part of Star Wars that I like, that I gravitate towards. I like those, the mystical stories. Like that stuff is really interesting and far away, you know, and then... When it just gets to the, like, the prequels and the Clone Wars stuff is all about, there's bad robots. Let's go to that planet and fight the bad robots. And then let's go to a Senate meeting and talk about it. I'm just like, none of that is interesting to me at all. And I already know what happens to Anakin, so that's not interesting either. Because yep. it's like, I don't know, whatever. It's, for, it's a thing for somebody else. It's just not my part of Star Wars that I really dig. Um, how did we get talking about that? <laughs> you, you want to talk about Star Wars? And yeah, I was talking about the Mandalorian though. Um, but as far as the Clone Wars, like I tried to watch the last season, the newest final, mm -hmm. not final season or whatever they're doing, and um, I maybe got halfway through it, and I just haven't. I mean, I'm not on the treadmill anymore right now, so that's part of why I haven't continued to like slog through it. But <laughs> you can tell I'm really excited about it. Um. But I just don't have the motivation to find time to finish watching it because there's just nothing in it. I'd like to see the last episode mm -hmm. to see how it ends and see how where everybody is supposed to be going off to. But even then, who cares? I've seen Ahsoka after that. I've seen yep. Rex after that. Who cares? Yep. 
Like, do you think that matter. they're just trying to build up Ahsoka because they're going to bring Ahsoka into the Mandalorian? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That she, I'm pretty sure that she is the character that they're going to be, uh, maybe not moving forward with as like the long term new Skywalker type thing. But in the interim between the Skywalker saga and the beginning and end of whatever the next big long story is, I'm pretty sure Ahsoka is the the Jedi type, you know, in between. She's the current flavor that people are going to be interested in watching stories about until they start this next big giant thing. That's what I think. And she's a cool character. I, mean, I like I'd, Ahsoka's character. I'd like for them to do more with her, but I feel like... With the timelines, she's already like, as time is moving forward, she's already out of the timeline, right? With with Ray and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if she's still alive, she's pretty old, and she's not going to become like a. Well, her new voice main was in was at the end when they were like, "Keep going, Ray," where they didn't show people. You just heard like all the ominous voices. You heard hers. Yeah. Which all the other people that you heard were dead. Right. So it's A plus B equals dead. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is possible that she's not dead from mm-hmm. that, but I think she probably is. So I don't know. Uh, I think that is one of my frustrations about even the Mandalorian is that, and it's not it has nothing to do with the Mandalorian, but with the way that they're using their timelines, is that they're taking like, and this started as soon as Return of the Jedi was done. They're like, okay, now we're going to go back and tell another story in between the past and what you just saw. And it's just like the Anakin thing. I'm like, well, I already know what happens. I don't, I don't need that. There's no gravity there. No, thank you. At least with this new sequel trilogy, like whether you like them or not, it's going somewhere that you don't know where it's going. It's You don't, you don't know the future, and you're just trying to get to the future. So... That's my problem with where they put the Mandalorian in the timeline is that we know that we don't know what happens to him. We don't know what happens to Baby Yoda between that and, like, Force Awakens, but you don't yeah, see him. it's a big him. universe. They could be around doing other stuff. I mean, yeah. You don't know what happened. Like, where's the next ruling body going to be yeah. if the... Um, ow, something is breaking here. Hold on. Um, if the First Order is now gone, like... In everything, there's going to be some kind of power struggle. Are the Mandalorians like secretly some ghost government waiting for everybody else to kill themselves off? And then they step up and they're like, oh, yeah, this is the way. And they're like, okay, sure, that's the way. Hmm. That could be interesting. I don't know. But I am enjoying the show. And I, I hope that they continue to do, I'm sure they'll do well with it and keep it kind of focused. I don't know where Star Wars is going next. No, and I've had that conversation with the Marvel Universe, too. Because we're trying to, like I said, we're trying to go through the MCU. They're like, I don't know what to be excited about in the next wave. It felt like things came to a close. Mm-hmm. Whether at the end of, see, I don't even remember the name of the last Star Wars movie. That's I was so not invested. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, sure. At the end of that, I'm like, mm, well, all right then. It didn't bring the kind of level of closure or... Like, hope that there's more after that. So, like, okay, well, that's done. To whereas Endgame felt like a perfect, nice little present wrapped up, and there was a period at the end of that sentence, and I'm like, okay, thank you. Right. There doesn't need to be anything, theoretically, in my mind, after any of those. If there is, that's cool. And maybe that's how I feel about The Mandalorians. I'm less invested in the story 
than I am in the individual episodes just taking place in a universe that I think is cool. Right. So it could be completely separate and not tie into whatever Star Wars has on the horizon as their new tentpole things. And I'd be completely fine with that. It's entertaining as it is. And I think visually it looks cool. I like the characters. I think it's shot in a really awesome way with that 360 uh, screen. Yeah. Cool. Like, they don't need to mention the name Skywalker ever. And it'd be fine. I, I kind of have a feeling that's how they're going to... I don't think it's going to affect anything in the future. I think it is a pocket in time, and they're going to tell a bunch of stories there, and then that's going to be it. And that's great. I agree with you. I mean, do you think stuff like... And obviously this will never happen because of economics, but do you think that something like the MCU should just know when to stop? Like, they yeah. should have... Like, I'm not saying this about Endgame, because I actually don't think this, but... If they, you know, they planned this big long thing and they get to Endgame and they're like, we told the Marvel stories and now mm-hmm. we're going to stop. In my mind, it has. I think- and then like 10 years down there, maybe we'll start a different group of them or something, but we're just going to stop for a while. Yeah. I know that they're like every movie producer and every agent and everybody in, in Los Angeles is laughing out loud at that notion. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to fast and furious this entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I think it did. And it maybe it's because of the COVID delays for their next run of, like, um, Winter Soldier and Falcon and the Loki and uh, Black Widow's movie being the release being pushed. Mm-hmm. There has been a purposeful gap. Not that, like, oh, well, I just they're not out, so I forget about them. Is that it seemed appropriate to have that gap. Yeah. Like, you, you, you did a good job. You, yeah. You're done. I think there was going to be some gap anyway, but it's definitely been prolonged Mm -hmm. for sure. And I think it was appropriate. And so they're going to come back out with stuff. And I, I wonder if when they're finally ready to release the Black Widow standalone movie and like the Loki show, the, all the Disney plus stuff, and then the next guardians or the next Thor, like if people are going to be as excited because Mm -hmm. they did such a good job of putting a period on that. I think people probably will be. And I think probably because of the delay, because of the gap. And I think they're doing the same thing with Star Wars. We just haven't felt it yet. Because I think people were so disappointed. It's not like, yes, we had great closure. Now it's time for a nap. It's just like, <laughs> man, that was, come on. Like, really? That's how you're going to stop this? And then, oh, yeah, we're not going to do any movies for like three or four years. You're like, well, why don't you end on a good note instead of like a, you know? Yeah. Well, I think those are all of the, the Disney people, all of the, the, it got Disney-ified. Yeah. And so now that the Snyder Cut of Justice League is coming out, theoretically, do you think that's going to give Disney incentive to try to push maybe the original trilogy or the J.J. Abrams release of Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, so apparently there, I mean, you know, the rumor is that there is a... I love rumors. A Abrams cut... A pre-Disney messing with cut of Rise of Skywalker and a Lucas cut, which makes what? no sense to me at all. Why in the world would George Lucas, Lucas have access? Cut? Yeah, to have access to all of the footage to make his own cut of that movie before it came out. That's idiotic. But that's like a legit rumor that's out there that people think that there's some George Lucas version of the movie, n- not like his movie that he was originally writing for the sequel trilogy, but his version of Rise of Skywalker with the stuff that was shot by Abrams. It's just so dumb. That's like wishful thinking 
it's not really that wishful. Like, yeah. I wouldn't no, no, want to no, see no, no, that. No, 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 We we saw but, what George Lucas could do when he was left to his own devices. Well, he was writing, and I think that's the problem with the prequels is he was writing. But well, I watched a George Lucas produced movie that was not uh, Star Wars related. Have you seen Red Tails? I've never that, seen that. No, I, I wanted to. The story of the Tuskegee Airmen is fantastic. That movie was not terrible, but it looked like a late 80s, like early 90s. Like, yeah, guys. Kind when of did movie. it come out? Uh, not too long ago, right? No. Years? Maybe. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, like the visual effects are good, but it's such like... Uh, hmm. Those Disney movies were like... Uh, the guy goes on like the dog sled race, and like you're always like, "Come on, guys, you can do it!" And then we did it, yay! That yeah. kind of feel, yeah. And it, like the the dialogue was really kind of hokey. Well, and it had like that's Lucas, yeah. The like extreme caricatures of these guys, almost to the point where like it made me feel uncomfortable in 2020. Oh, really? A little bit. Hmm. Um. It said it was inspired by actual events, so I don't know if any of these characters actually existed. Right. So I don't know if it was an accurate depiction of how they would have acted, but some of them I'm like, Ehh. hmm. I don't know if I like. Again, the Tuskegee Airmen is an amazing story, and I'm sure that to show people it would be whitewashed of like, here's their story. People didn't like them. People were mad at them. But then they got cool planes and they won the war all by themselves. So, meh. Hmm. movie wasn't that great. But I always wanted to see it. And I heard it was a George Lucas movie. And yeah. then I heard from sources that it wasn't a great George Lucas movie. <laughs> and yeah, I can confirm. This is not right. Well, I mean, honestly, let's think about Lucas for a second in general. Other than A New Hope, is there another Lucas movie that he wrote and or directed that you go, that was a, that was a really good movie? I never saw American Graffiti. Um... People really, really like it. Uh, yeah. It's been many, many years since I have seen that. And I remember liking it, but I remember liking it because Han Solo was in it. Hmm. And because it was about like a bunch of kids racing cars. And that's literally about all I remember about it. So I don't remember it being good or bad for the quality of its, you know, its own like filmness. But honestly, I cannot think of another movie, and I could be wrong. I'm not saying they're not out there, but I cannot think of another Lucas movie that is like a really good movie. I think he's had a lot to do with a lot of things that are really good. I think he's played a part and had a huge impact on cinema and stuff. And I'm not, mm-hmm. but absolutely. As far as like a writer or director, I don't know. Meh. I think Star Wars was a really good idea, and he was driven to do it, and. That might have been this thing. I don't know. <laughs> like, yep. So good at you. So I mean, he knew uh, when to say that's enough, but he did it, and then yeah. it showed. Yeah. Well, it, honestly, I mean, he took a long break from from making movies and making Star Wars movies, and then was like, okay, now I have more stories to tell. So he kind of did the thing that we were talking about people should do. But when he came back to it, it's I think he had spent, and this is me not knowing a whole lot about him. I got the feeling from watching things that he spent so much time on his own under his own 
momentum and under his own financing that he was just like, I can do whatever I want to. Oh, yeah. And then that boiled down to, I actually don't need any help to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to write this thing. And anybody that wants to help, come on, I'll pay you for it. But I don't really care what you think. I don't want to hear it. And you have no input here. You're just going to execute the thing that I'm thinking about, which is, I don't know, whatever. It's one way to do it. If you can afford it, go for it. But if you're trying to, you know, do the best thing, not just your own thing, then it might be good to take some other people's consideration. But I honestly just feel like he just wrote a script and they were like, hey, maybe we should... I was listening to another podcast, a Star Wars podcast recently, and they were talking about this. They were like, maybe we should have somebody look at the script. Just go over it once. And he's like, nope. No, it's good. <laughs> I mean, do no we want to like spell check or anything? No, no, it's good. It's just, I wrote it. It's done. You're That's welcome. absolutely what it feels like when you watch those. Yeah, and... I don't know, Star Wars being such a cultural phenomenon that I think it could give you this, or give him, I'm going to say him, I didn't do it, um, like a sense of like, yeah, I have this on lockdown. Mm. Like, the formula worked. And I had to compromise my story in certain ways. Maybe seeing that as, as a bad thing right. that needed to be amended or needed to be fixed later on. Like, eh, maybe those people that were trying to meter your original piece of art, that was a good thing. Right. And now that you're left unhinged, uh, it's kind of not what people want. And if you want to make your piece of art not, uh, you know, just something that's digestible by the public, then hooray, he did exactly what he wanted. That's fine. Yeah, I guess that's the flip side of it. Is and like, he's a billionaire now because of it. Yeah, good, so, to, good uh, for him to for sticking to his guns and doing the thing that he wanted to do. Both in the New Hope era and fighting his all his way through it, you know, uh, and I guess doing the same whether people liked it or not in the end. Because they make something Star Wars, people are going to watch it. And I think that there's part of me that George Lucas, like, if he is ever disenfranchised with what it has become or the way that people are saying it, I'm sure that he can sit back and go, you know, it doesn't matter. You're going to watch it anyway. He can lay down on his bed of money. Yeah. Yeah, care. Jump in his, like, Scrooge McDuck vat <laughs> of gold bullion. And be like, whatever. I don't care. He doesn't read the comments. <laughs> he probably doesn't. Why would he? Yeah, he doesn't have any incentive If I sold something for $4 you... billion, dollars, I wouldn't read comments either. I'd be like, nope. I'm off the internet. I'm done. <laughs> I'm disconnected from the world. I'm going to go build a castle somewhere. With an awesome mm. shop in like a mm. pool, and then I'm done. In a pool or with a pool? Yes. Well, okay. If you have four <laughs> like billion a, dollars. Like a moat. <laughs> oh, there you go. That like, would keep the kids out. Sir, this residence is structurally unsound. I have sharks in my shop moat, and you can't get to my shop without my permission. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, as much as I love Star Wars, and I'm definitely looking forward to more Star Wars, I, you know anybody they just want the thing to be really good they want to continue to enjoy it not just i think that that's a stretch i think that people want it to perform well i think it depends on i think there there yes there is a a, there are two separate auditoriums there are people with power that want it to perform well and don't care if you don't like jar jar or whatever they don't care and then there's other people that care a whole lot to the point of like insanity yeah and it's it's who is vying for control of the property or that thing that you like. 
And, and that's difficult. I think it's going to be difficult for anything, especially difficult for stuff like Star Wars because you get a bunch of geeks who don't care about football. Like, how many... Well, before in the before times, you had so many seasons of a football game. So if you got razzled and angry and just mad about, oh, my team was wronged by this, it's like, oh, just wait a week and you'll get to do it again. Yeah. And they just wait a year and they'll get to try again. But like a Star Wars movie, if that's your bag, <laughs> like you get one every what, or one little cluster every 30 years. Yeah. All that pent up, like, I care about this thing so much. Like you don't get another a, a go around or a do over. Yeah. I should good. pay a little bit more attention to this set. Cause, uh, Doing sets while you record podcasts is difficult. It's surprisingly well, And difficult. there's a big glare on the instructions. So yeah. this could all be wrong. <laughs> this is going to end up like your other motorcycle. You're going to be like, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> it's going to be fine. You're doing great. Good that, job. That was a good joke. <laughs> Pointed at someone else, I would have laughed as much as you're laughing. But that kind of, you know, that, that well, I'm sorry. Deep there. I'm like, sorry. All right, let's talk about something you want to talk about, not Star Wars. <laughs> I like talking about Star Wars. But I think The Mandalorian is fun. And I think The Mandalorian is fun because it doesn't have to care about everything else. Yeah. That's and I think true. it's a really good intersection of creative people just allowed to be creative. Like, make something new. That sounds great because we're kind of running low, the well's getting a little thin. And at the same time, uh, making it relatable and exciting and exploring areas that are, have not been explored before. Mm. So yeah, bring more of that. Season yeah. two, bring it on. That's cool. I just think it, they're going to listen to the world start crying whenever Baby Yoda is going to start just like cursing or doing something horrible. They're like, no, hmm. he's so cute and adorable. Do you think he's going to be continue to be uh, the sidekick? Like through however, oh that was very. Excuse me, sidekick. Sidekick. Let me drink some water. Hold on. However long the show runs, <laughs> it's because I I, yeah, I choked on yeah. cheese at lunch. I was Ew. eating pizza and like I bit into some cheese and I swallowed the piece that I thought I was done with, but so there was still like a cheese connection between the piece that I was swallowing and the piece that was still in my mouth. The cheese connection. <laughs> That's a title right there. there anyway, so it like messed my throat up. Okay. Regardless of how long <laughs> the cheese connection. Regardless of how long the show runs, do you think he's always gonna be like it's gonna be a the two of them, a sidekick kind of deal? Knowing the Star Wars universe, they're gonna try to pit them against each other at some point. And then they're gonna come back together. So I heard a really interesting discussion the other day about <clears throat> um if if they will separate in season two, like if he'll get him home. Hmm? So okay. the idea that they this other podcast I listen to is called the Resistance Broadcast. It's a good show if you like Star Wars. They just talk about all sorts of stuff. One of their ideas was that throughout season two, he will um, eventually he'll be they'll be chased down, but they'll, they'll eventually find where he's from or somebody that can teach him. Maybe it's Ahsoka or something like that. And so Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, the Mandalorian will drop him off. You're safe. You, you're in better hands now. I'm mm -hmm. done. And now that I'm not being chased anymore because I don't have the asset, maybe I should hang up my spurs. Maybe I should go back to the little shrimp planet and marry old blue eyes or whatever. I don't know what mm. it was. 
and I should go back there, you know, because like I for can, the simpler, I life. can have a normal life now. Mm-hmm. And so he goes back there, but he can never have. And a he walks life. up and he sees her in the field and he's like, "Sweetheart, oh, it's me!" And then she gets gunned down. And then it turns into season three, John Wick Mandalorian, who's like, "All right, you killed the lady mm. I was going to go have my life with, and now I'm going to wreck this all." How awesome would that be? But and right when he's about to go beat, like the the big bad, the yeah. the system of bounty hunting, I can't take this anymore. The whole system is wrong. Why do I have to go get people that you claim are wrong? We're gonna go after you. Mm. He's in the thing, and that's when Ahsoka and now like teenage prepubescent, really gross mustache baby Yoda, <laughs> crustache <up>. Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. I mean, they brought up a really good point about like him doing his job. <laughs> Crustacea. Uh, doing his job and getting the the baby, the asset, you know, handed off to a safe place and then trying to like settle down. And then whether it's in, you know, retribution for him or maybe it's, I don't know, whatever the situation would be. He's then, where he goes to, to calm down, he's then, like, thrown into revenge mode. Because we haven't seen him like that so far. We've only seen him doing his job. Then we've seen him in protection mode. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you could, I guess, maybe see protection for the lady if he goes back there and they're under siege again. And then he has a, maybe a different investment. You know, he wants to either have a normal life or normal life with her or whatever. But he's, like, protecting them. We've kind of seen that, but we have not seen him like, I've lost everything twice in my life, and now I'm just going to kill everybody. Which doesn't make him necessarily a hero. No. But he's not necessarily a hero anyway. So, I don't know. It could be kind of interesting if something like that. He's a bounty hunter. Like, he has... You were only... Or we were only introduced to any kind of morality or agency whenever he decided to not turn the child in. Right. So, you don't know anything about it other than he's just, like, troubled and misses his mom and dad. Yeah. But then he was found in hurry. He's got people. But, I mean, he's, he's still got baggage. So, yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Somebody, no. will, some major character will die in season two. I guarantee it. Who do you think it'll be? How many major characters are there? Well, I mean, think of all the, the named characters. The the good guy named characters. You got Mando, Baby Yoda, Grief, Cargo, the bounty hunter guild mm-hmm. guy. Cara Dune. Yep, Cara Dune. And then there's Lady Moff, Friend. Or what's his name? The guy with the Darksaber. Mark. Oh, Moff Gideon. Moff yeah. Gideon. Mark. Yeah. Mark Gideon. Mark Darksaber. Um, Dave McStar Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he, you know, he'll be the bad guy for a while, I think. A couple of seasons at least. Um. I don't know. Do you think any of those are going to die? Mm. Ahsoka probably will be. I don't think she's going to die, but she's another major character that will come in. They're saying Boba Fett's going to be in the no. season. I no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm just I'll, saying. I'll take to them chat rooms. It's like real <laughs> Star Wars fans. I I'm haven't done it yet. Twitter. I'm not a real Star Wars fan until I get on chat rooms and start getting all angry about things. <laughs> no, Boba Fett. You died. You had your chance. You set the the foundation of a lure. That was your job. Hmm. Nothing else. You made people interested. Then you're done. 
Then you fell in a hole yep. and died. From Whoopsie it. daisy. You, fe- you <laughs> bounced off of a ship and fell in a thing that ate you. Sorry. Not everybody gets to go out in a blaze of glory, man. Sometimes you, you joke on cheese. <laughs> you don't get to choose how you go out. Wouldn't so, it be funny if, like, so he comes back. He's still alive. He crawled out of the Sarlacc. So in some episode, he busts into, like, this bar, and he's like, everybody, I'm Boba Fett. And everybody starts laughing at him. And he's like, all right, I want to set this straight. I had a bad burrito the morning that I was going on the sail barge. And I was I had food poisoning, and I felt really terrible, and I just happened to trip because there's a Wookiee in the thing, and I hit the ship, and I and that doesn't that never happens to me. Like I'm pretty good at this job, and so there's a whole episode. I'm of- good at bounty hunting. <laughs> <laughs> My rocket thing. You, have you ever tried a rocket thing? I bet you haven't. It's not easy. Uh, it's not easy, you guys. That'd be awesome. An entire episode of him just going around place to place trying to convince everybody that he's not a total failure. He could be like a. <laughs> Like the the General Custard type character that just goes around the Wild West Mm. peacocking about himself. And they're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Great Fets here again. You know who got rid of that that solo? It was me. (laughs) You're like, I don't don't think it was. No, it was me. And I did it. (laughs) You're welcome. One of the theories, though, is that the guy, well, I mean, the guy that played, that did his voice, who played Django Fett, and was the model for the clones. I don't know. His name's Tim Timura or something. Okay. He's a dude from... Uh, he's, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Anyway. He's apparently coming back for the show. And oh, really? Yeah. So he could be Rex because he is the voice of Rex. Hmm. So he'd be a live-action Rex. That's could, Moana's dad. Uh, I think it's Moana's dad. Yeah. I think so. Aquaman's dad. Same guy. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, he's a lot I of kids. I asleep in that movie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, anyway, so he's coming back. So he could be Rex and or Boba Fett um, and any other clone that happens to still be alive. Rex and Ahsoka could have like a cool little intersection with the Mando in there. But I do think that having Boba Fett come back, there is a way that they could do that in kind of a cool way where he's now, you know, he fell into the pit, whatever. He he got out. He stripped off the armor so he could survive and then lost the armor, and now he doesn't have that association with the Mandalorian. So he's got to rebuild his his uh, persona. And this is right after the Jedi, like five years or something, so it's not that far into it. So it could be where he's actually trying to build himself up as a new character, like a new bounty hunter, or he's trying to, you know, kind of prove himself again to the community. So maybe he goes mm. after Mando. And maybe it turns out he's actually pretty hardcore and he just honestly had a bad burrito and he had a bad day, you know. I think for his character, climbing out of the Sarlacc pit, the whole thing that Patton Oswalt did on uh, Parks <laughs> and Rec, <laughs> where like, a single hand emerges from the Sarlacc pit. Like, I think that visually, that would look really cool. And I think it would be huge fan service to finally give people Boba Fett back. Yeah. And I poo-poo on Boba Fett just because I think it's just silly the way that he died. Yeah. Didn't do it. Like, the the allure and the the myth behind this character far exceeds his actual documented performance. Yeah. That's my one beef with Boba Fett. I right. think him crawling out of the pit, and I say I don't want to see it, would be pretty cool. Yeah. And if he got out just like super mad, ready to go after people, yeah, that could be kind of interesting. Yeah. But you don't would... know. So, th- I'm sorry, Mandalorian is after 
It's after Jedi. Like five, Jedi. Five years okay, Jedi. so you don't know what happened to uh, Han Solo. You don't know how he got rid of the Millennium Falcon? You know, I mean, barely. So there's a whole period of time where Boba Fett has a vengeance. Yeah. There's beef. Yeah. And, I mean, as we've seen, they don't really make all that great of decisions as to who they want Han Solo to be. So they can just pick somebody at random to be Han Solo. <laughs> I don't think they'll bring Han Solo into it. But I do think he could, he could, Boba Fett could come back in a way to just prove himself again. Or to, to start over or whatever. And maybe his, his first commission is getting the asset. There's also this whole other storyline that I think was in a comic book or maybe a book or something where this this like self-appointed sheriff on Tatooine finds Boba Fett's armor and just that takes regurgitated? it. regurgitated? I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure because I never read it. But he finds the armor and he just takes it as his own. Hmm. So then he goes around Tatooine as like a sheriff in Mando armor and apparently Timothy Oliphant has some resemblance to this character and he's uh, been announced as part of the cast. Hmm. So who knows, man? I don't There's a bunch of potential that they could do with it. Could be cool. Could just be adding people just to add people. And I mean, I could see it being a little too much to have like whatever that dude's name is, Boba Fett, Rex, Ahsoka. They're talking about maybe Sabine showing up. Like that's, that's a lot of extra. That is a lot. So, who knows? Category. How long have we been talking? I can talk oh, about this stuff forever. That's wrong. Fifty that's minutes. Wrong. All right, we'll we'll be done with Star Wars. Anything else you want to talk about today? Um, I had a pro or uh, pro and con. Pro. It is pro and pro, con. Pro or con. Pro or con. I had my own topic. That uh, <clears throat> since my family has been gone, mm-hmm. we talked before they left about this cereal that I used to love as a kid, and that my wife really liked, called Honey O's by Post. Yeah. They look like big fat Cheerios, like little like Sprinkles cereal nuggets or something inside them. Yeah. yeah, we used to eat those all the time when we were first married, and we just like hadn't for a while. We're like, oh man, we should find those, and I couldn't find them at Kroger, and I couldn't really find them at Walmart, but they did have them in the Malta Meal giant bag cereal. So pro or con, Malta Meal bag cereal. So this is this is like off brand. Yep. Okay. The Bobo cereal. Okay. I mean. Probably comes out of the same factory, just put in a different package. I wouldn't have any problem with buying cheaper cereals. I just we don't buy that type of cereal ever, so like sugar e cereals, and that's usually what gets rolled down into the mm-hmm. big bags. The popular ones, yeah. I would I wouldn't have a problem with it. Have Did you, you tried buy any of them before? Mm. There's a set of like I feel like we probably Cheerios. Have. They have like Tastios, Tastios yeah. and it's like little weird. Dr. Thunder type pseudonyms. <laughs> well, we do have some... They're not those. They're like the uh, Trader Joe's versions. Okay. Where they're like, made with organic rice or whatever. Mm. The little bunnies instead of yeah. gummy things. Yeah. And like they never never taste quite as good because they have half the sugar or whatever. That's probably the closest thing we would get. Did you get them? I sure did. How were they? They're fantastic. Did they taste different? Not noticeable. I mean, I didn't do like a double blind. Here's a cup. There's a cup. Why not? Because I didn't. I can't find the originals. Oh, that's right. Do they still make them? I believe they do. You can get them on Amazon. But the in originals, <laughs> they came in a like a comedically small box. Oh yeah. I I never yeah. understood that. 
Like Raisin Bran still outblasts everybody for worst, sugariest, terriblest cereal. So it's not like for like a portion size, you know, reason. It was just like a silly small bottle. I don't know why. So it's got to be a cost thing. Perhaps. But the bag, you get a giant bag, like a book bag size filled with cereal. Pretty great. And we use the, the containers anyway. So we take cereal out of the box, put them in containers so it doesn't go stale. And because I just like to have that, my OCD doesn't get triggered. <laughs> so the whole thing about like it being an oddly shaped vessel for cereal, I could get that argument because it's just like a big yeah, floppy bag. It's floppy. Yeah. But we have an, uh, like a, a proxy container anyway. They were fantastic. Hmm. I ate it like popcorn while I was watching a movie by myself. It was great. <laughs> I just see you with a big old bag of cereal sitting on the couch, no shirt on. First motorcycle. <laughs> it wasn't a dig at you. It's just yeah, like the visual. Yeah. You just said you were eating cereal while you were watching. I was, I was sitting upright. I had proper posture and I had a bowl. Well, I mean, that wasn't a dig. If I was going to sit on the couch and eat cereal from the bag, I would definitely be lounging. That bag, it had like a Ziploc or like a, a oh, that's cool. kind of thing, but yeah. just on like half of it. So it made like a pour spout. So like not the entire top of the bag would open just the one. So it would be awkward to eat that cereal from the Malta meal bag because you couldn't really get your hand down in get there. Your hand stuck in it. Enough. Yeah. My kids are really bad at opening those bags. My wife is terrible at <laughs> opening cereal bags. Baby, I love you, but you open it like a monster and she knows this. And it's been something like... She's a Jerry Seinfeld level, I would eat cereal for every meal mm. type of person. And I could always tell when I opened a box of cereal if my wife had opened it. <laughs> and it's just like half all ripped. Doesn't want to use the little floppy lockdown things. And it just became like a running joke in our house that she just like opens it like a bear. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, my kids will tear it, but they'll go on one end and try to pull it. And then they pull... And then it rips, like, I don't know, behind their hands or something, so it rips in the middle. So then when you go to pour it, it gets caught in the two corners of the bag and won't really pour out. And then it fills up the box underneath the bag, so then when you get done with the bag, you pull it out and you got still half a bowl in the bottom of the box. Yeah. But my kids have actually moved on from cereal. They don't really eat a whole lot of cereal. Now they, which is pretty cool, they, like, make themselves eggs and... Mm. Uh, ham and cheese bagels and stuff. Like, go get the ingredients, throw it all together, put it That's in the cool. oven, and make them make their own stuff. Scramble their own eggs. Today was the first day of school. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about that until just now. <laughs> you remember? They like. <laughs> it was so funny because last night we're we're talking and we're like, well, okay, what time should we get them up? It's all virtual. They don't really have to be anywhere at any particular time, but we still want to get them started early so they can get it done with. And I'm like, well. We don't have to dress them. We don't have to feed them anymore. Well, I mean, we don't. For breakfast, they, they all... Oh, they get, in effect that they feed themselves. Yeah, we I pay for it. We got just it. don't have to do it. And so it was funny. We were just like, well, I guess, I don't know. We'll set them an alarm and we can get up like 30 minutes later than they do and just hope they get it all done. We totally did. Came out. They're all dressed. Like, because I told them, you can't do school in your pajamas. We're like, this is school. So get out of your pajamas, put on clothes, act like you're awake. Yeah, that's reserved for Zoom meetings. That's right. <laughs> you haven't you haven't got to that level yet. So they, I got up and they were just like, 
ready to pull their laptops out and start school. Ah, it, was, it was really weird, but I'm anxious to hear how their day went. I know there were a lot of technology issues and you know teachers thought they had assignments that they didn't actually have assignments and stuff like that. But hmm. Our homeschool started uh, two weeks, two or three weeks ago. Hmm. So stuff has been going on at the house, but our homeschool community that meets the one day a week for like the whole day, it starts on Friday. Hmm. So... Our house is almost completely back into the, the thick of oh, yeah. their educational uh, setup. But it's it's the same thing. Like, ours is in person the one day a week, and they have mitigated the mess out of it, which is good because it's – I mean, it's a small community, and they have guidelines from the, the overseers of the – I don't know, the whatever that they're involved in. Homeschool overlords. Yeah. Well, this particular one, because there's lots of homeschool factions, I guess, that you can pledge allegiance to. Um, but I was like, okay, well, if my kids are going anywhere near it, it has to be done like this, 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 and this. And they're like, yeah, that's what exactly what we're going to be doing. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. Then, then have a good day. Cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. That's I'm cool. not going to go anywhere near it, but you make sure that I'm appeased. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Oh, did I miss a... I probably missed something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I definitely missed something because I have multiple extra pieces. Well, oh well. All right. Uh, you got anything else? No. Nah. Cool. Hey, look, you didn't finish the set. No, I didn't. I, that's <laughs> why I got this one is so that uh, I would have like a multi-episode set. Yeah. Just like your crappy motorcycle. <laughs> Hey, you said it, not me. All right, well, uh, you can find us at I Like to Make Stuff on all the stuff, and they can find you at Josh underscore make stuff. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us um, three weeks in a row. Yeah, now it's a streak. That's right. That's right. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Okay,